0: Say somebody hurts one of your kids, what are you going to do? You're going to immediately be angry, right? You hurt my kid. You threaten my kid. Oh, watch out. If you threaten me or somebody I love, what is going to happen is it's going to come out in the form of anger and rage. What do you know about anger? What did your dad teach you about anger? What did your mom teach you about anger? What did your teachers growing up in school, what did they teach you about anger? What has society taught you about anger? What do you feel about your own anger? If you're like me, you probably were raised to believe that anger was a sin, that it was something that you needed to avoid at all costs, and that angry people were often scary, threatening, and toxic. And there's truth to that. And yet I'm here to tell you that anger isn't a bad thing. In fact, I'm going to go as far as to say that anger is a good thing. And when you learn how to wield your anger, it becomes a powerful tool that you can use to get the kind of success and results that you want in your life. As men, we've been taught, don't be angry, that anger is destructive. Anger can be intimidating. Anger can cause you to threaten other people and other people are going to feel a sense of fear as a result of your anger. And because we've been taught not to be angry, what we do is we stuff it. Because you cannot not feel an emotion. The emotions are there. When we're taught that anger is a bad thing, we don't know how to get rid of it because we don't get rid of it. We stuff it down and we stuff it and we stuff it and we stuff it until one day that anger just explodes everywhere or you implode. That's what I did, I imploded from the inside out because I didn't know what to do with my anger. I didn't realize that anger was a good thing, I just didn't know how to use it. Instead, I was taught repress it. If you're like me, when you repress it, what happens is it's gotta leak out someplace. So our anger typically leaks out in aggressive controlling dominant behavior or passive aggressive behavior It also leaks out in the forms of addiction, the forms of shame, and it leaks out into having low self-esteem. All of these things can be traced back to unexpressed, stuffed-down anger. Anger is always a result of hurt. We are hurt first, and then the defense mechanism to that hurt is the emotion of anger. We oftentimes will refer to anger as a secondary emotion. Something happens first, and then there's a second emotion on top of that. I'm hurt, and then I feel angry. The problem with anger being unresolved is you don't resolve the hurt. And when you don't resolve the hurt, the anger continues to exist. And the hurt starts to fester oftentimes in the forms of resentments. And it's those resentments that cause the anger, and it's the anger that starts to leak out in different parts of our lives. I mentioned addiction. I think anger and addiction go hand in hand, especially sexual addictions. Why? Because if you think of a spectrum of love and joy and sweetness and kindness and intimacy, and then on the other hand, you have rage and dominance and violence. Sexual addiction isn't about love and connection and depth. It's about visceral. It's about animalistic rage that comes up inside of us. When we're angry, when we're hurt, especially in the area of our sexuality, we tend to act out sexually as a way to act out our anger on a safe object. You're not actually expressing yourself and knowing someone, you are dominating and doing to someone. And it becomes this expression of anger because again, we have this hurt inside of us that's unresolved. That pain, that unresolved hurt, can also lead to other addictions such as alcohol, drugs, gambling, shopping, anything that gives us the dopamine hit. Since we've been taught to repress our anger, what do we do with that hurt? We've got to make it numb. We figure out if I have a couple drinks, that hurt goes away. If I go do some gambling, it's really exciting and that hurt goes away. If I just jump on Amazon and I buy a bunch of things, that hurt starts to go away. As you're a kid, you're taught. Not only is it not okay to be angry, but it's not okay to be angry with someone else. So someone can do something to you that's out of your control. For example, your mom tells you to go pick up your toys. You don't want to. And then she yells at you. You feel hurt. You throw a tantrum. She comes over and she puts you in timeout. She punishes you in some way. Now you've learned that If you express your anger, that pain, you're going to get more pain as a result of that. What's best just not to express that anger to avoid the pain. This becomes a maladaptive behavior for us as we grow up in life. Again, it's childish, absolutely childish. But that's the problem, is that we've learned things as a child, and we bring those things into our adult lives, and they don't work for us. Now, I was raised to be a nice guy, to be a good boy, to follow the rules. To not color outside of lines, what happened then is I always had this sense of I'm doing it wrong. Because you're going to make mistakes. You're going to mess up. And when you're punished for your mistakes, you learn to hide your mistakes. And when you learn to hide your mistakes, you learn to be ashamed. When I'm not allowed to express anger in a healthy way at the object that's causing my anger, I have no other choice but to bring that anger towards myself. And one of the things about depression is depression is anger turned inward. I am angry and upset with myself. I don't know why. I just know that I can't be angry and upset with someone else because if I am, I'm going to feel bad. I'm going to feel that sense of shame. I go inside and make myself feel bad. While I'm still feeling that toxic shame, I'm also feeling a level of depression and anxiety because one of the things our mind tries to do is create a congruency. So for example, if I'm taught it's not okay to be angry with my parent. What do I have to do then? If I'm angry with my parent, I'm going to get punished. If I'm punished, that's going to cause me pain. So to avoid the greater pain, I take the pain of withholding that hurt and and that anger and repressing it down inside of me. The result is I start to feel upset. I start to feel this sense of shame. Everything in my world has to be congruent with that story. There's something wrong with me. Anytime I do something and there's a negative result, it's just evidence that says, see, you really are a bad, angry, terrible person, but you're not. You were just never taught how to express your anger. You were never taught how to express anger in a healthy way. So I want to give you some tips and tools that you can use To start expressing your anger and understanding that your anger isn't bad. It's simply a manifestation of being hurt. Like I said, anger is a secondary emotion. And there are four reasons why we get angry. The first one is there's something in the way of something we want. And this is more of a frustration. I want to get to some place. I left the house. I got enough time. And then all of a sudden traffic's bad. There's now an obstacle in the way of the thing that I want. I wanted to be there on time, and but because there's this obstacle, I get frustrated. I start to imagine that being late is going to cause other people to be upset and angry with me, and that's going to hurt, and so I get frustrated. It's one of the reasons why I think road rage is such a prominent thing in our society. We have people who've been repressing anger and anger, and they get into a situation where There's a frustration, somebody's blocking them and they just can't take it anymore and they explode because this is a stranger. They have no emotional connection to this person. They're just an object. And finally, there's a safe object for me to express all of this unprocessed anger and we get road rage. The second reason we get angry is when we feel disrespected, unimportant, or devalued. Let's say you're driving down the road and somebody flips you off. What do you feel? you feel disrespected. What do you do? You probably give him the finger back or you make some other kind of gesture. And then that hurt is going to cause me to react. If you think about your last argument with your partner, there's a good chance that during that argument, you felt unimportant. You weren't being heard. You weren't being respected. You didn't feel like the other person really had your best interest in mind. And as a result, you got angry. Again, when we get angry, we get defensive. And when we get defensive, all lines of communication shut down. The third reason we get angry is there's an injustice. Something isn't fair. If you watch the news, you see all of the injustices in the world. We start to get angry because there's this part of us inside that wants to believe that everything is fair, that one day there will be a reconciliation, that bad people will be judged, and good people will be elevated, and because I'm a good person, I should be elevated. The truth of the matter is that there's always injustice because we're all humans and we all have needs. And the problem with injustice is, I have this belief that my need's not going to be met if I meet your need. And if my need's met, then your need isn't going to be met. And it becomes this competition. And when things feel unfair, it feels unjust, and we feel hurt, because our needs aren't going to be met. We get angry. The fourth reason we get angry is when there is a threat either to us or somebody that we love. This can be an emotional threat. This can be a physical threat, but the threat is against you and your livelihood in some way. Say somebody hurts one of your kids. What are you going to do? You're going to immediately be angry, right? You hurt my kid. That is so unfair. You threaten my kid? Oh, watch out. If you threaten me or somebody I love, what is going to happen is my defense mechanisms are going to come up and it's going to come out in the form of anger and probably rage. Now, oftentimes when we're angry, it's a combination of all four of these things. There's something in the way of something I want. I feel unimportant, devalued, or disrespected. It isn't fair this doesn't feel fair, it's an injustice, and there's a threat to me or somebody that I love. If we can understand that our anger is just a reaction to a need being unmet, and if we can understand what that need is, and we can express that need and understand that we're the only person on the planet responsible for our needs, wants, and happiness, that if I'm unhappy, if I'm angry, it's up to me to change the situation. The anger then can be used as traction, You've probably seen things like this happen. Somebody who's overweight is bullied. And so what does he do? He uses that as traction to go and work out and eat right. And pretty soon he's buff and strong. And the anger wasn't a bad thing. It's what he needed to move forward. Think of a tire that's stuck in the snow and it's just spinning around and around and around. It doesn't have any traction. What you have to do is you have to throw some sand in there or some gravel or something so that the tire can catch on the gravel. And it uses that as traction. Push the car out of the way. Anger can be like gravel. And along with that, we can continue to use the anger's perseverance as tenacity, as grit. That's the thing that keeps us motivated and going. If I'm feeling stuck, I'll use anger as a way to pull me out of that. Like, I've worked really hard for this, and this one little thing, this one little thing is going to get in the way. Uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. I am going to persevere. I'm going to move past this. I'm going to take this thing and I'm going to tackle it i'm going to remove that obstacle whatever it is out of my way so that i can move forward for example if i need a skill set rather than getting frustrated i'll attack it with the anger Uh-uh. i'm going to learn this thing i'm going to figure this one out i'm going to stick with it until it's done because i'm not letting this obstacle get in the way we also need our anger oftentimes for setting boundaries with other people when somebody crosses a boundary You need to have the traction and the ability to say, that's not okay. If our boundary continues to be encroached on, we may need to get a little bit more powerful in our energy to be able to say, that's not okay, stop. And we use the anger as the traction to be able to set those boundaries with people. We can use our anger to change the world. If there's something that makes you angry rather than feeling helpless about it, go and make a difference. Go into that fight mode of removing that obstacle, whatever it is, use the anger to remove the injustice and replace it with justice. To sum this all up, anger isn't a bad thing. Anger is something that is a reaction to us being hurt. If we can identify the hurt, then we can use the anger as traction to get our needs met. It may be as simple as setting a boundary. It may be learning a new skill set. It may even be something that we decide we're angry enough that we're going to change it within ourselves. That's what I got for you today. I hope you found it helpful. If you did, please like, subscribe, and share, and I'll see you next time.